This is FM 100.5, 101.9, AM 1450, and WGNSRadio.com. Rutherford County's Place to Talk. If it's passed, bounced, or hit, we're talking about it. All sports talk is on News Radio WGNS. Sponsored by State Farm agents Andy Womack, Bud Morris, and Deb Insel. Here to help life go right. Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home, helping families since 1880. First Bank, serving Murfreesboro and Rutherford County. Parks Auction Company, committed to auction excellence. Creekside at Three Rivers Assisted Living. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. And the Blue Raider Insider Report is sponsored by Mike Tanzel and My Team Insurance. Steve Rucker with RAI Advisors. And Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. We've got your local sports fix. It's all sports talk on News Radio WGNS. Good afternoon, everyone. Welcome into All Sports Talk Monday edition. Joined by Jeff Jordan and Elmo. <laughs> Jeff, yes. How's the world treating you? Fine. It's a beautiful day. Beautiful. What a beautiful day. day. This is this is a, almost a fall-like day if you stay in the shade. And the sun's pretty bright, but uh, it's fairly nice. Little breeze, it's very comfortable outside. Well, I'm, I'm hoping today that um, a lot of teachers and staff had a great day. Yeah, it is. Uh, you know, I was thinking coming over, Jeff. I'm thinking back. See, see if this makes any sense at all. This is probably the most anticipated. Is that the right word? Most watched after most whatever <laughs> after since 1972 when Walter Hill's last cast is. You know, all the Kittrell, all those lost their schools, and they went to Oakland Riverdale, and and things just changed dramatically. That changed because folks looked around and said, "We've got to make sure we get our kids a more comprehensive education," and that's the way they chose to do it. This has been brought on by a pandemic, and uh, I don't use the word experiment lightly, but it, it is. Anytime you're going in and doing something for the first time. Not knowing exactly what the right answer is, all you have to look at different school systems, see how they handle it differently. Metro's handle it differently. Sumner County's handle it differently. Rutherford County's handle it differently. So there's, I think we can all safely say nobody knows what the right answer is for sure. But uh, all that said, we wish everybody the absolute very best. Uh, the one thing we can agree on, getting kids into school classrooms and in, into the normal routine as quickly as possible is the goal. And uh I just I would just wish everybody well with this. Yes, and I, I certainly do too. It's uh, I, I I don't know if we said it on this show or not, but this is um, next week, Monday, um, week from today. Uh, the the first students will report. I, I think it'll be around forty thousand of the fifty thousand we have will, will be in school physically there, uh, something in that neighborhood, um, and it's. It's the first time that I think since the 1920s when we've been out of school for five months. Yeah. Uh, and oh, yeah. Uh, usually it's two and a half to three um, uh, and months, and that's the summer vacation, and not everybody's out then. But but this time they've all been out for, for five months, and I, um, I'm, um, I'm, in, I'm interested in how many report and how it goes. I, I, I do know this. And, and and I say this, I guess I'm bragging a little bit here. Oh well, uh, maybe on me and you, maybe a little a little bit, 
But you know, and, and this is not just teachers or just administrators or anything, but somehow, some way, teachers get it done. Yes. They will rise to a challenge, and they will figure out a way to uh, adjust and adapt to just about anything that happens, and they will this as well. And so will the students. Students generally adapt fairly easily. Well, the, 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 the problem student-wise is going to be I've got a, I've got a middle, middle schooler and a high schooler, one is right. a senior in high school, one's eighth grade. And I think they're beginning to realize, Jeff, even going to school, getting back into school, is not going to be quite the same as it would be typically done. You know, there's going to be lots of the whistles and bells, so to speak. I, I can't see a pep rally taking place. It's going to be difficult to go to a football game and get that cheering section the way you want to, block it up and start passing kids up and down the, the stands and all those fun things that they're going to do. The band is not even going to be able to do what they typically do uh, in the first and second quarters of a game. So even though we're there, uh, and we are there. And by the way, I hmm. say today is the first day, probably, that football players are out in the quote heat of the day because it's the first time coaches have had obligations between eight and three o'clock and couldn't practice at seven thirty, eight o'clock in the morning. Right. And um, um, it, it I, well, it, it looks like that at least a lot of places in the state, including us, if, if nothing was wrong, we're going to we're going to be able to play. I, I hope there's somebody to play. <laughs> in some cases, that may be a problem, and we may lose some games uh, along the way. But uh, uh, I'm, I'm hoping that we'll we'll get a regular season in in some sort. I don't know that. I don't think MTSU still knows, do they? No, not not at least not announced. They may know. <laughs> they just yeah. Know. The rest of us, I don't know that they know for sure yet how that's all going to plan out. We're going to lose. Uh, I would say that. Uh, um, we're going to lose at least one game. Um, um, Virginia, Virginia Tech game is gone. There's no question about that. Uh, well, has that been said out loud? Well, no, it hasn't. But they only get to play one out of conference game, and they got three home games and one on the road at Middle Tennessee. What do you What do you think the odds are of them coming to Middle? Well, <laughs> well, okay. I, I guess that's probably right. Now, but now Duke is going to is going to pay us. What do you think they're going to do? Well, are they going to pay us? The word, the word on the street is that it's either going to be us or Charlotte that they're going to keep on their schedule, and I, I guess it'll be which one of us or Charlotte that will lay down <laughs> far enough. I don't know. The fact that Middle and Duke have a four-game series, this is the second of four games, might lean to say, you know, we probably just want to keep this thing going with Middle. I think David Cutcliffe, who's the head coach over there, has great Middle Tennessee ties, understands the MTSU. Uh, I think he may have, if he had has a vote, which he probably doesn't, uh, would say, you know, I'd I'd like to play middle, keep that that thing alive. But we just have to wait and see. I, I don't know. I don't think we know. And but that decision's got to be made here pretty soon. We have a home and home with Virginia Tech, right? Yeah, we do. So I and I think that is probably gone. But uh, I guess we will. I'm sure that we'll know the next time when you and I sit down here. We'll know probably. All right, let's go ahead and take our first break. When we come back, I want to ask Jeff a question that, uh, or pose, pose him a scenario. Let's just do it that way. It won't, it won't stump him. He'll get it. I don't know. He'll get it. I don't know. I'm weak in scenarios. That's a teaser, guys. I don't even know what it means. That's a teaser. <laughs> Stay tuned. More after this. At 
At Ascension St. Thomas, the care you need is available today. Whether you've had to put off routine visits or health screenings, delayed a surgery or specialty care, our caregivers are prepared for your arrival. We will maintain strict precautions for your safety in our care, such as rigorous cleaning, distancing, and protective equipment. We're open for appointment scheduling for your urgent and ongoing care needs. Schedule now and ask about virtual visits. GetSTHealthCare.com. This is Peter Demas, and I invite your family to come and join our family back at Demas's Restaurants. One of the things that we have always done is we've been very careful with the way that we sanitize our tables. We have mandatory hand washing stations. Our employees are required to wear masks. We are just overall just being very careful with everything that we are doing and the way we handle food, the way we handle plates to ensure everybody's safety as they return and start enjoying the dining room experience again. Demas's Restaurants on Broad Street in Murfreesboro. Every team knows which play can be a winning move. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel, here to help life go right by combining your home and auto insurance. Call me today at 615-890-0850. It's a winning move that saves you time and money. Your ride, your stuff. You live with them together. I'm State Farm Agent Andy Wommel. It's smart to protect them together to help life go right. Give me a call at 615-890-0850 and let me help you save by combining your auto and renters. Hello again, this is Lenny Farmer with Jennings and Ayers Funeral Home and Cremation Services. Whenever I finish with a family helping them pick out their funeral needs, locking in the price for the rest of their life, they inevitably breathe a sigh of relief saying, that wasn't as difficult as I thought. You know why? Because they're shopping with their heads and not with their hearts. You can save thousands of dollars when you prearrange ahead of time. Give me a call and see how that works for you at 615-893-2422. Jennings and Ayers. WGNS Primetime Sports. Sponsored by the law offices of John Day. If you've been injured, go to johndaylegal.com. With the SEC and ACC making announcements about the upcoming college football season last week, Chip Walter says we now await for Conference USA's plan, likely sometime this week. Brett McMurphy of Stadium says that Conference USA will keep an eight-game league schedule and allow schools to play as many non-conference games as they want. He said also it could be possible for Conference USA teams to play each other as non-conference opponents if schools need more games. It's a story we'll continue to follow, and of course Chip has the Blue Raider Insider Report every afternoon on All Sports Talk. The Braves shut out the Mets 4-0 yesterday afternoon to run their win streak to five games. Catch the series finale with New York tonight at 5.55 on WGNS Radio, right after All Sports Talk. Brian Barrett, WGNS Sports. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS. FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450. Online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Fans heating and air, Lee Colvin. Edward Jones brings uh, Jeff Jordan to us on Monday. Glad to appreciate them doing that and, and bringing Jeff in. Jeff, uh, during this situation, we've all done probably a little different habits as far as watching television or not watching television. Let me get this one in. we got a caller. But I, I was watching YouTube, which I have YouTube TV now and, and not the cable. And, and YouTube, you can get most anything. And so I've decided to watch the fourth game of the 1975 World Series. Boston. Boston and Cincinnati. Reds right. won it. The Big Red Machine won it. Game four. And I saw something happen in that game that I you'll never see happen in 2020. 
You want to take a shot at that? Well, I'll give you some clues. I'll give you a lot of clues. All right. I know. That's, that's not fair. Ninth inning. Ninth inning. Ninth inning. Boston's up 5-4 in, in, in Cincinnati. Red's up bottom of the ninth. First hitter gets a base hit. Next one bunts him to second. Then the next batter walks. And the manager goes to the mound. What happened then that would not ever happen in 2020? <laughs> I don't he know. left the starting pitcher in. Yes. After in the ninth inning with two runners on, after throwing 155 pitches. That is correct. He did that. He left him in. You know, would you take a guess who the pitcher was? I don't remember. No, I don't remember. Would, I don't would Louis, Louis Tion be a candidate for that? Well, okay. <laughs> but, but I am right. You'd never see in the ninth inning with the game oh, on the no. line, anybody leave a pitcher in that's given up four runs and thrown 155 uh, throws, right? He, chances are he told Tion to go to the dugout, and Tion didn't understand it. <laughs> By the way, Tion got the next two guys out. Yeah, I know. I do remember that. <laughs> hey, he was he was a great pitcher. Well, he really was good. And you know, in, in a lot of ways, he was allowed to be great. We yes. don't allow a lot of that greatness to take place anymore because anything over 105, 10 pitches, especially with runners on base, they're going to take them oh, out. Oh, they're, they're long gone probably before that. Oh, yeah. Probably before the ninth. Well, maybe he, before the sixth. I think they said he'd thrown 115 pitches by the time he got through the sixth inning. No. That would never – that probably – that won't happen this year. Never. 160 pitches? When's the last time somebody in the major leagues th- was allowed to throw 160? It's been a long time. Let's take the call. Let's take the call. We could be here all day. <laughs> Welcome into all sports talk. How's it going, Tim and Jerry? Yeah, good, good. Did you did you have that answer for me? No, I didn't have it at all, but I can tell you Kyle Hendricks threw 103 on opening day through a three-hit shutout. 103? So, now, wait a minute. That's not anywhere close to 160. I thought you were close, but I'm going to say he threw over 100. I'm just, well, I'm you don't get many bad. complete games. You're right about that, and 103, 105 is about what it's going to be. And this is opening day, and the manager went out there two outs of the ninth, went out there and talked to him, and the, and the master said, I watched the game, master said, boy, if there had been a crowd out there, they'd have been – Well, they're supposed to yeah, holler at the manager, though. Of course, he, of course, he kept him in very, very next pitch. He grounds out, field destroys me, won the game. But I didn't want to, you guys were talking about the football schedule and stuff. The ACC, when they did their non-conference, they have to play in-state. So, like Louisville, like if Louisville would have, if the SEC would have went, if they had done the 10-in-1 model like the ACC, Louisville would have been playing Kentucky. But they can't play this year because of that. So, Louisville's going to have to play either Murray State or Western. Kentucky this year on their non-conference schedule. That's who they've got scheduled. They got to pick pick one of them to play. And like you know, y'all was talking about the Conference USA teams, Charlotte was supposed to play Tennessee the opening game in Knoxville this year. They're supposed to play in there. Of course, they're not going to play now. And uh, and of course, the Big Twelve's got to make a decision about their schedule. And Oklahoma, they got a, a waiver from the NCAA. They probably won't play it now, but they got a waiver to a play on August 29th. They're going to play Missouri State. And they're going to take a week off and play Tennessee. Of course, they ain't going to play that now with the right. SEC going to not all conference games. And I know I see where Texas San Antonio was supposed to play LSU the first week. So just stuff like that, games ain't going to be, be uh, you know be played and stuff. I mean, in that situation, I just say mail me the check. We'll we'll just go ahead and give you the yeah, win. Exactly. Exactly. Well, the way I was reading something this morning about the SEC that they the the, 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 the guaranteed games they've got that they they owe the schools close to forty million dollars. All, all the guaranteed games. That they're playing with these school, different schools and things, and I know some schools are like three or four million, five million as far as guaranteed, you know, payouts and, and you know and uh, and things like that. But I, I did want to ask uh, ask Jeff, uh, 
GTF are, are the Braves hot? I, I, I know they got rid of Folty, so I don't know. Are they going to be able to uh, to uh, to hang for a while? Everybody thinks their pitching pitching's really good, and uh, I, I know you've been watching them and probably listening to them too on the radio. And, and I, I'll just uh, I'll just hang hang up and listen. And uh, guys enjoy the show, and uh, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll hope I'll call you next week. See you. All right, thank you. Um, you know, I think um, one thing that happened since last week was Notre Dame joined the conference for for the year. Yeah. So yeah, they're, they're, because if without that, they would not be playing ball at all. Right. I mean, all these Power Five schools conferences are going to play pretty much <clears throat> conference games. So they joined the ACC. They, you know, they've had the agreement with ACC to play five games. ACC plays five, sends five teams to play Notre Dame every year. Sends them they play home and away. This year they've gone to the full boat of ten, and you know it, it may suit their fancy to just go ahead and join the league. I don't know. I don't know either. I, uh, I, it's the TV contract is what's uh, held that up. It's so so beneficial to them, and uh, uh, I don't really understand necessarily why. But uh, but they there seems to be a great national interest in Notre Dame. I, I, I guess it's maybe it's the history. It's maybe it's religious. Uh, I, I, I don't I know. Think, I think you can find a whole bunch of people that, that follow the Catholic school that, that that's so. really good. And they do have tradition on their side. By the way, <clears throat> ACC did kind of bend them over a little bit. And all that money that they get on their contract has to be split with all the ACC schools. Right. So if you want to play, we're going to get Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. You had to bring some money with you. I, it would have been, of course, they're not going to do this, but it would have been rather humorous if they'd say, no, I, I don't think so. We don't, we don't really want you. <laughs> yeah. Just forget it. But anyway, I, uh, he, he's talking about the Braves. Of course, it's way too early to, I think, to say Well, I don't know. Much. There's only 50 games left. Well, it's still way too early to say too much of anything uh, about it. I, I think if you wanted to talk baseball with me this morning uh, or this afternoon or this evening, I would say, well, I certainly hope that we get to game 20 because I'm not so sure we're going to make right. it. Uh, but um, assuming that we do, I think the Braves will be right there. I, I, I strongly are, suspect that. Are you tired like I am of having to qualify all your answers to, to say, well, yeah, this is the way it is today, but we just don't know what it's going to be hold next week. But that's, I'm, 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 I'm in my position. I'm asked that question all the time, and I have to qualify everything with, uh, as of today, this is the rules. As of today, we're playing football. That's right. As of today, but that is subject to change. And, right. And it all subject to change. And Jeff, we, we get no guarantees. I. I'm going to say there's more than a few. If you if you ask football fans that follow high school football, I'd be surprised if 50 percent of them would say we're going to make it to the Blue Cross Bowl before this thing gets pulled off the off the road. Uh, I, not that that matters. We're all pulling for it to come through, but boy, there's so many pitfalls out there. There are, and I, I know we just talked to Brian Barrett, who's the play-by-play guy here, and uh, and besides being station manager. And he uh, and I asked him about his football schedule for this year because normally, uh, gosh, he'll have that done oh, yeah. three or four months ago, you know. And um, I'm sure he did. Maybe he did have it done that long ago. But it's all up in the air now. Well, then here's um, the, here's the way it works. Metro schools are not going to play the first two games. We know that. So if you're scheduled to play Metro a Metro school like Glencliff, let's say, Antioch, White Creek, whatever, you're not going to play those first two weeks. Well, you may find that the school that 
playing week one against them and week two against them might want to just play each other, which they can do. TSSAA is going to allow those kinds of matchups to take place. Or you find somebody else that's playing a metro school and they can't play. And if it's Gallatin and, and uh, Smyrna, let's just say, that they lost the game, they may call each other and say, guys, we need to play. Let's play. And they work something out. And I think you'll see some of that happen. Well, in the case of, of, of Rutherford County, when, when, the, when the district was split up, the county was split up, and some of them went into Nashville, uh, and and now we've we've lost some games. They uh, Laverne, let's say, or, or uh, uh, could come back in and play Riverdale or Oakland sure. or somebody in the week that they had lost. You know, and they could match it up that way. So I guess I guess that might happen. But those are not district or region games, and and it will not solve the problem of what do you do about the Nashville schools and Stewart's Creek and Smart and Laverne going to be the only ones in that region. Or in that district, and the chances are, maybe so, maybe not. Very well, maybe because we don't know. You know, you just, and what happens if all three teams play each other and they all three win? They're all oh, one, all three one and one. Well, we don't want that. <laughs> <laughs> that can't possibly happen. Well, as I say, <laughs> the, the, the number of tiebreakers in, in place, but it, at least Jeff, for now, they're out practicing football. Most of the kids are there. I, I'm, I'm guessing very few that I know of. Very few schools are at least reporting a lot of folks that chose not to play. We think that the numbers are going to be there to, to play their schedule uh, if it hangs in. Uh, I, I know what Kevin Byard said about the NFL, and I think he's right. He said the healthiest team in February will be playing in the Super Bowl. And I think that's a fair way to put that because at, at any of these levels, right? Uh, this thing can be the great equalizer if you lose several really good players to opt out. New England's had seven really good players opt out you think they're the same Patriot team as they would have been otherwise? No. Not, not a chance. I, I think they already uh, had lost a quarterback, so. <laughs> oh, yeah, they did, as a matter of fact. And the Washington National, uh, the Washington football team, which no longer has a nickname. <laughs> well, right. we'll, come, we'll come back to that after this. We've got to get to Chip Walters. We're running a little, little behind. So let's go ahead and get into uh, Chip after this break with the Blue Raider Insider Report. If you're not waking up to the Wake Up Crew, here's what you've been missing. But it's not like falling off Mount Everest or something. <laughs> Don't miss the Wake Up Crew with John, Brian, and Dalton. <laughs> the guy's still falling. Weekday mornings from 6 until Swap and Shop. Good afternoon. It's busy out here, as expected, on 24, coming back over from Nashville through that construction area up through Hickory Hollow Parkway, Bell Road. Traffic just stop and go, 231, as you come off the interstate headed out uh, towards Shelbyville. A vote for Dr. Byron Bush, Republican for U.S. Senate. Why? Because it matters. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. Premier Six Theater is open. They're excited to see you again and will be showing some classic movies you'll be sure to enjoy. Check MurfreesboroMovies.com for showtimes. For Premier Six Theater, they're now open. With the service you get from State Farm, you might think our car insurance costs more. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let me show you with discounts up to 40%. You may find it even costs less. At State Farm, when home and auto works as a team, you score and save money. I'm State Farm Agent Bud Morris. Give me a call at 615-893-1417 and let's work together to win big by saving money on home and auto. You've seen the ads out there, companies wanting to buy your home. 
but why sell yourself short when you can get fair market value? I'm Lisa Patton. If you have an estate to settle or a home to sell, call Parks Auction. We'll work with you to sell your home or property in any condition with no costly repairs on your timeline. Why accept one offer when you can have multiple? You need Parks Auction. We look out for your best interest. Call Parks Auction today. We handle everything. It's time. Show your true blue. Blue Raiders. It's time for the Blue Raider Insider Report with Chip Walters. Sponsored by Mike Tanzel with My Team Insurance, Steve Rucker and RAI Advisors, and Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance. Go Blue Raiders. When you think insurance, think Wayne Blair with Rayburn Insurance 200 South Lowry in Smyrna. Rayburn is an independent agency, so Wayne will shop multiple national companies to make your best insurance deal. It's personal with Wayne, whether working in community, schools, or insurance. Trust Wayne Blair, your full-service insurance agent. 390-8476. Wayne Blair, Rayburn Insurance, 390-8476. All Sports Talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Well, let's listen to what Chip Walters has to say about what's going on in Blue Raider land. Chip, go ahead. Well, good afternoon, everybody, and let's talk football. And still uh, looking for uh, some additional information on what Middle Tennessee's non-conference schedule is going to look like. We, After the ACC made its announcement last Wednesday about playing a 10-game conference schedule and one non-conference game, it does not appear that either – Middle's game with Duke on September 5th or the Virginia Tech game on September 19th will survive. So Chris Massaro and his staff have already been working on potential opponents to be played on those dates. And be looking for for another athletic department Zoom webinar to be coming up later this week that will help answer a lot of those questions. Of course, it will be open to the public, but just be looking for that announcement. Uh, Probably it will come out either tonight or tomorrow on when and what time that webinar will be, but it will feature Chris Massaro and uh, other members of the uh, athletic department that should shed some light on the non-conference schedule and getting football started for the 2021 season. Speaking of Blue Raider football still continuing to go through uh, workouts. Uh, they're going to start using a football here very sh- very soon and, uh, and being able to make contact, but it has all been in shorts and uh, t-shirts up till this point. I've seen a lot of photographs come out of the workouts and the use of uh, masks has been uh, 100%, it appears, from at least what I've seen uh, in the photographs from practice. Uh, One of our former opponents, uh, Louisiana Lafayette, uh, they had an assistant football coach pass away on Saturday during a team workout. DJ Looney, a 31-year-old, was entering his third staff, third year on the staff of the Raging Cajuns, and he worked with the offensive line. It appears he uh, died of a heart attack uh, there in Lafayette. So our thoughts out to our former opponents, but uh, comrades in arms, uh, the Louisiana Raging Cajuns. 
decisions. All right, college basketball, if you're looking for some encouraging news, here's a little bit. NCAA Senior Vice President Dan Gavitt uh, provided some good news on Saturday morning in a three-minute interview with Andy Katz of NCAA.com. Uh, Gavitt, the director of the men's basketball tournament, said the NCAA has planned for the season to begin November 10th, despite uh, issues that have been created by the coronavirus. So uh, if you go to the Twitter page of NCAA March Madness, you can uh, check out the interview with Andy Katz and Dan Gavitt talking about the uh, upcoming college basketball season. All right, uh, Blue Raider baseball. Coach Jim Toman last week announced the hiring of volunteer assistant coach Lucas Ray. He'll be working with catchers, base runners, and will coach first base during the 2021 season. Ray joins the Blue Raiders after spending the shortened 2020 season at Charleston Southern University, where he served as the team's assistant coach and oversaw the overall development of the catching staff and base running. Uh, Ray will be replacing John Pancella, who spent two seasons with with the Blue Raiders in the same position. I had a chance to uh, talk with Coach Toman over the weekend, and uh, he certainly had very, very high praise for John Pancella and his organizational skills in particular, uh, but uh, says that uh, – Coach Ray will come in uh, with a little bit more coaching experience already under his belt after having spent uh, last year at Charleston Southern. So we welcome him to the Blue Raider family as well. All right, that's it for uh, today. We'll have another update for you coming up tomorrow right here. Well, Jeff, he covered some ground that we uh, didn't think we knew anything about. It. And Chip, the insider, does not know. I don't <laughs> guess it's been decided yet is what Middle Tennessee's – preseason schedule is going to be live. I suppose not, I, and I have no idea um, who we might play in those weeks. Uh, I, uh, the, of course, there, there is one problem there, and that is that the season tickets have already been sold uh, in, in large – I guess I guess that is over with, I guess. I'm sure the deadline passed a long time ago. Oh, my guess is you could probably buy one today. If you, uh, uh, well, is it going to include Virginia Tech? Sure, and, and, sure. And right. So, and, you know, I'm going to expect a refund if I don't play Virginia Tech. And we got to play somebody. Well, at the end of the thing, there's going to be a lot of accountability, a lot of accounting work to be done. For example, Virginia Tech doesn't come to middle. Is there anything that's included that? That's, that's a small deal compared to the, what, $1.789 I think that other schools – are are those schools going to have to pay that money even though the game's not played or not? I don't think anybody knows for sure because I don't think they wrote in the contract anything about a pandemic if it happens. Now, the uh, next contracts will have, have all kinds of clauses in there. That, that's why your, by the way, your real estate contract is now about 16 pages long when it used to be about three. It's because it's, every time a situation comes up they never thought about before, they have to put another page in there. Tack it on there. Don't yeah. You? Uh, but I, seriously, I, uh, the, the idea thing would be to find a good opponent to play. Well, there's going to be uh, several out there like Middle hunting a game that, that lost one, right? Yes, but whether they will be, uh, they won't, they're not going to probably not going to be the quality of a Virginia. Oh no, Tech. no, no, no! You're not you're not going to pluck one of those off the tree for sure. So we'll see. Okay. Stay tuned. Let's take a break. We'll come back, and Chip and I are going to talk a little bit more about uh, all sports talk on all sports talk.
Buying a quality pre-owned vehicle from City Auto is the smartest car buying decision you can make. Hear what our customers have to say. Here at City Auto, the experience was great. We were in and out. You're not going to be hassled. They come in, they gave me a price. Greg Hall at City Auto Sales. City Auto is our largest inventory lot right there. We have financing. So come by and see us or just check them out there on the website, cityauto.com. Check out all of those vehicles. City Auto, the wholesale auto mall shop where the dealer shop. At Creekside Assisted Living of Murfreesboro, we provide excellence in service while maintaining the dignity of our residents in a home-like atmosphere. Come see our new community, which includes bistros, salons, a library, and spacious activity areas. A kind, friendly, and well-trained staff can help residents with the daily activities of life. Locally owned by Blue Raider alumni Tim Keach and Kent Ayer, find out more about Creekside Assisted Living, 895-3002, or online at www.creeksideassistedliving.com. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Jeff Jordan with me today. Jeff brought to you by Fans Heating and Air and Lee Colvin with Edward Jones Financial. Jeff, you mentioned just a little while ago, kind of as a sidebar, Major League Baseball hanging on kind of by a thread. They've already lost several games and they've got some other issues to work through. The bubble sports, hockey and NBA basketball, seem to have made it through this thing in great shape, and, and, and their seasons do not appear to be in peril at all, other than the Preds' season's in peril if they don't win <laughs> three games in the next four after losing yesterday. You know, I, I, I talked last night to, with, with my grandson, who, who does a, uh, is a big Preds guy and a good sports guy. And, and and I told him something that I maybe I've told him before, but just watching them and, and following the sort of uh, is an interested party. Mm-hmm. Not a great hockey fan, but I'm an interested party. Something is missing from that team. Not this year's team necessarily. Just it just seems like they they just can't quite get where they need to be, you know. And they that and they fired. The, the, their coach two years ago or three years ago, whenever it was last year. Uh, well, the, the, last the coach year. before that, Trotz. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. So That's what does he do? He goes and wins the Stanley Cup the next year in Washington. Sure. So they hire this other guy who has no personality whatsoever, but I imagine he must know hockey. He had already won a Stanley Cup. Well, now they fire him. Uh, I, I, and I, that's okay. I'm not really against that. And we've got all these great players. That we, we say they're great, and and anyway, that's just my hockey thing. <laughs> well, that but that but that's not just a Nashville Predators thing, and it's not just a hockey thing. I'm sure there's another 15 hockey communities out there saying the same thing. I know there's a uh, baseball fan that says the same thing about his team. Is what is what is missing? Only a few teams really get it done because they they really get it done. But the Predators, as you say, I think they clearly have been on the cusp. What the, Two or three years now, Stanley Cup finalists two years right. ago didn't make it. To Final last four year another year. So, uh, well, you know, in a way, and you're right. I really hadn't uh, maybe uh, thought that deeply into it, but but you could say that about the Atlanta Braves too. Sure. I mean, they win 14 pennants in a row. Oh yeah. Oh. And they win one World Series once 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 upon a time. Sure, you're right. Now, I mean, there's something that doesn't really sound right, does it? I don't know what the problem is. I think I know. But you know what? <laughs> what? Most people, like they say to the Buffalo Bills, who came in four straight years as Super Bowl runner-up, 
cry me a river. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> losers, they call them. <laughs> you, you lose the Super Bowl four years in a row, and you want to be upset by that. Mm-hmm. I, I get it. I get that. Don't. But why is it that we have to take a four-time loser in the Super Bowl and consider them a loser? They're better than the other 30 teams left over. 31, yeah, 30 teams left over other than the one they couldn't beat. I've got to correct something, too, that I that I, and I, I didn't know that I was making an error here, but evidently, clearly well, I was. You make a few. Well, <laughs> this guy that left the bubble and went to the funeral, you know the, you know the guy? I don't remember who no, it was. No, but, no, Well, the, the, uh, there was a guy in Orlando that got permission. Now, I don't know what fool gave him permission, but somebody gave him permission to go to a funeral. We're talking about which team now? now I don't even know that. It wasn't the Marlins, was it? No, it wasn't Mar- Marlins. <laughs> this is NBA. Okay, I'm sorry. Uh, that's right. Remember Marlins now? In a bubble. No, I well, don't. first of all, there was no funeral. Oh okay. no! Yeah, well, but, I hadn't heard this. but they already knew that he did that. He did the next thing that he did. He drove now from Orlando to Atlanta. That's where he told them the funeral was. There was no funeral to buy <laughs> to buy fried chicken and go and get that fried chicken at a strip club. <laughs> well, which he which he did somehow or another. I, th- I was afraid strip club might fall in here someplace. <laughs> Well, what, what kind of an idiot? You know, I, I just don't. What, well, I, when he was given permission to leave the bubble, wouldn't it have been an understood thing? If you, when you come back, you have to quarantine for seven days. I or would certainly like think would you, so. Would you think so? I, of course, that's what he's doing right now. He's he's quarantining. It. I understand it. He is. But that then that really doesn't top what the the big party that was held last night in Nashville with five hundred people and. I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I don't understand people at all, but I just found that unusual. Baseball. Yes, baseball. Is, is it going to survive? I mean, no. you don't see it getting to the World Series? No. I don't either, sadly. No. And I appreciate their attempt, but uh, – mm-hmm. but And baseball, Jeff, could almost bubble up. NFL can't do it. You cannot put 32 NFL teams in one city and expect to play 16 games in any anywhere. There's no way to do it. Right. But – Baseball could do it in Arizona at the, because the minor league parks there could, could make it happen. Now, that, that said, you're still not in a true bubble because you're going to still have to go from here to the, here to there, but you could have done it that way. But I, I appreciate what baseball's done. I like the fact that they're playing in real stadiums and trying to make it work. I hope they do make it work, but it's, it's getting a little... Well, to my way of thinking, as soon as they decided to, to stay in, at, at the various major league baseball parks, I felt like right then that that this probably is not going to work. Uh, there's just too many people in charge of too many people. They're close to home in many cases, and I know you say they can't do this, they can't do that, but these are grown men. Sure. Uh, and uh, it, it doesn't. Now we've had the Marlin problem, and that team should have been kicked out of the whole thing in my in my judgment, all of them, and. There would just be no Marlins baseball. But I think they all they did was they gave them a week, didn't they? I think that's right. what they did. Uh, and they the last count, will be they had 18 or 19 coaches and players. That uh, uh, So they were already not a very good club. So, when they, you know, I don't know what they're going to have when they come back. But then the inevitable thing happened. Another team, the Cardinals, had two or three tests. And then within two days they had two or three more tests. Mm. Well, I think – and and every time you every time we've done that, every time we have a – 
team that that happens to, like the Marlins situation, well, it affected not only the Marlins, but it affected the Phillies and the Yankees. Right. And the Orioles had to change their schedule to play some of those that one of those teams. Uh, and now the Cardinals, I, I think they had two or three games, and it's just and the Phillies have got to play fifty six. I think I got this right, fifty seven games in fifty six days. Well, that's obviously not going to happen if if everything works just right. Yes, that's without yes. a rainout. Yeah, or two, <laughs> right? Or one more one more positive test, and it's over. So. I imagine we'll go another week, but I, I agree with you on, on one one thing you said, and that is I appreciate them trying to trying to do it. I mean, I, gosh almighty, they waited so long to get this thing in place um, where they could barely get in 60 games. Anything less than that would probably be meaningless. Uh, but yeah, And, Jeff, tried. I've watched a good bit of it. I have, too. And surprisingly, I guess I shouldn't be surprised. We're talking about professional baseball players. Surprisingly, the baseball has been very good. Mm-hmm. I agree. To me. And, and I I really have not missed, after the first initial game of watching without a fan, after that, I, I've got, gotten used to that. That's fine. It appears to me their intensity is just exactly what it needs to be on the field. I don't see any difference there at all, trying to read into them. Are they doing something different because they're not fans? I think I think they're playing for the, the right reason, the best I can see. It looks, looks like the quality is good. I agree, I agree with that. What I have seen has been entertaining, uh, and I've, I've enjoyed Even though we had some pl- some really good players that aren't there, we have plenty of others that are, and it was very entertaining. And the, and the, the lack of the fans uh, uh, really hadn't bothered me particularly. And my wife even said, you know, of course, they're pumping in the sound, right, in, in some of the broadcasts. Sure. And she said, if you're just listening to that on the radio, it just sounds like it normally does. Well, And she's right. My guess is radio's been doing this some time even when there's not been big crowds in the stadium, just have a little bit of a muffled background sound of baseball. Hey, cold, uh, hot dog yeah. here, and all that stuff. Yeah, well, they had a guy, a guy on TV the other day. Uh, he, 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 hit, he hit a guy. Uh, uh, I, I forget who it was, but he, he hit a Dodger anyway, and the guy goes down in a heap. The guy like, didn't yeah. dodge for us. Uh, he didn't dodge, and he, and he, <laughs> but he did fall. And he, of course, withered around on the ground for, you know, 30 seconds or so, and the crowd booed. Well, there was, there was no crowd. <laughs> So they well, were. They got a, uh, yeah, they got a, a boo out there with a yeah. M hit M, and uh, that's the boo button, right? <laughs> that's right. That's exactly right. So the crowd booed right on schedule. Well, did you see the Philly? I think it's a Philly fanatic. It's one of the one of the uh, mascots that was at the uh, game. He was doing the one man wave. Oh, no, I didn't see that. I, I, <laughs> he was I'm right just... behind home plate. He'd do the wave about every three or four seconds. He and there was nobody else there. <laughs> I mean, you got to put a little humor to it, right? Well, that, that, have some fun. The Philly fanatic was the mascot of the year, anyway, more than once, I think. So, very entertaining. Whoever's doing that. Yeah, I, I thought that was pretty cute. Let's take one more break. When we come back, uh, we've got to get to Braves baseball. By the way, we're going to get to. We don't got to. We're going to get to Braves baseball at five fifty-five. Let's come back and finish things up on all sports talk. Braves Mets. Braves Mets. Tune into the Dell Wamsley Radio Show. Dell, self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited, will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. Listen to the Dell Wamsley Radio Show this Saturday, 11 to noon on News Radio WGNS. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. These are unprecedented times we're going through. All of us in any kind of business are taking precautions. I'm here today to tell you that we're still doing business and I'm subscribing to the best practices about personal interaction. Technology is our ally, from virtual home tours to digital document movement and signing. My website is my digital hub at choosechip.net. 
Homes are still being bought and sold, and I'm here to do that in a safe, responsible manner and to be your trusted advisor in real estate. Good afternoon. It's busy out here, as expected, on 24, coming back over from Nashville through that construction area, through Hickory Hollow Parkway, Bell Road. Traffic just stop and go, 231 as you come off the interstate headed out uh, towards Shelbyville. Hey, vote for Dr. Byron Bush, Republican for U.S. Senate. Why? Because it matters. Log on to BushForSenate.com. I'm Commander Chuck. You're on time traffic. We do it your way at Pizza. Murfreesboro's favorite pizza is open for dine-in with social distancing and special precautions. Of course, you can still order online, call in for pickup, and have Sir Pizza delivered to your door. All sports talk on News Radio WGNS, FM 100.5, FM 101.9, AM 1450, online and on your phone at WGNSRadio.com. Our good first friends at First Bank sponsor this portion of the show good folks as they get through this you give them a call they'll get you through every banking scenario that you need and do it with uh, the skill that you expect and the friendliness you're going to get for every every time you go to first bank give them a shout for your banking business jeff i didn't get to part b in my opening question mm. 1975 world series go back to that it has it had one of those moments that in your mind that you can just see played over and over and over in game six of that world series you know what i'm talking about yes what would that be? That would be the Fisk home run. Carlton Fisk. Go ahead and describe it for us just a little well, bit. Well, he just uh, – most, most people listening would, would would know what you're talking about. It was a, First of all, it was an excellent game, wasn't it? It, it was. was a it, really, great, really good series. Good series. Great the series. The series went down to the ninth inning more times than not. A lot of great players in that in that World Series, and Carlton Fisk was one of them, a Hall of Famer. Uh, uh, but he hit a home run to left. And uh, it was evidently pretty close to the line, and and he's running to first base, and he's, well, he's waving. Kind of trotting to first base because he knows it's over the fence. Well, he's waving it fair. You know, he's just waving like crazy and jumping up and down. And, and that, that, I'm sure that's what did it. <laughs> <laughs> but but yes, that'll be replayed. Uh, it's kind of like um, 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 Gibson's home run for the Dodgers in '88. Yeah. You you hear that and you hear the call. Um, well, which reminds me, I was watching the other night, and um, uh, uh, Vince Scully. I never even thought about this. He he, because you, but you were talking about it when 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 Aaron broke the record. Yes, and and it was in Atlanta, of course. Yes, and Vince Scully was the announcer for the Dodgers. Yes, but nobody heard him. They all heard Milo Hamilton on on on, on and somebody else also had a a call on on that home run, but. That night they played Vince Scully's call on that home I run. I had not heard that. I had never heard it. And of course, Vince Scully is the absolute best. You know what? Best that ever lived. I I'll, guess I'll go home and put that up and see if I can't. Yeah, and search and, that down and see if I can find Vince Scully's call. Because I, you, I bet you it's might, there. You might. Uh, you might watch the celebration and everything that took place after. He, he rounds the bases and what it meant from a racial standpoint and a black man uh, breaking the record of Babe Ruth in the deep south and how Atlanta went crazy for him and all that kind of stuff. And Scully was all up on it. I mean, he knew all about the hate mail that Aaron got and all that kind of stuff. You know, he did a really great job, as you would expect. You know, one other thing I've learned watching the old World Series, especially get down to the final game and the winning team is on at home. Something happened then that does not will never happen again. Certainly doesn't happen in 2020. Fans coming onto the field. If you remember Bill Mazeroski hitting the home run, there's another image right there in 1960. Yogi Bear going back to the fence. 
over the head. Pittsburgh wins the series. Mazeroski can't get to home plate. Right. For all the Pirates fans on the field, he's got he's holding on to his hat for dear life. And make sure nobody takes it from him because he wants to keep that hat. You never see that, but that was not only allowed; it was encouraged. I mean, it, and it's it's too bad sometimes we can't spontaneously do some some of those kinds of things because you can see that those fans were just absolutely out of their mind, right? With three, with not out of their mind in a bad way, but in a, in a great way. Well, in Aaron's case, uh, if if you and I know you remember that there were two young guys yeah. that, that jumped the fence and slapped him on the back as he rounded third. Yeah, that's not supposed to happen during the game. You can do it. <laughs> <laughs> But anyway, uh, I, and I remember, and and those guys have been extensively interviewed. Uh, uh, they're very much alive, both of them, as far as I know, and and living in Atlanta. Of course, they were they were young young men there. I'd say uh, uh, in in their twenties. Jeff, two weeks from Friday night. Mm-hmm. All things working as the way it should. We should be having high school football. Let's let's keep our fingers well, crossed and our legs crossed and all that kind of stuff that comes comes about. And I think I really didn't finish my thought a minute ago about uh, Brian Barrett and John Dinkins. Yeah. And I guess Dalton will be there. I'm sure, or, or here for high school football. He'll be here. He said in the studio. Uh, but uh, it'll be a, if if there's a local game played, and there will be. I would almost guarantee it they'll be there. WGNS will do its best to get you a Been full schedule. Been doing that for a long time. Yep, since the late 40s. You know, Murfreesboro has really grown up, but there's very few very few towns across the country the size of Murfreesboro that has the kind of radio station that still does high school sports the way WGNS does. I think that's a, a fair statement. Uh, you'll find it in, in uh, smaller communities. By that I mean not Nashville, not Memphis, not Chattanooga. Uh, you, you, it's it's generally smaller communities. You're exactly right, Jeff. Thanks for being here. I enjoyed it. Monty Hale in tomorrow for All Sports Talk.